everybody. Welcome back to Me and the Gals. I'm here, Ricardia, with one of my co-hosts today, Sophia. We've been absent for quite a while because the three of us are having the most awful scheduling problems one can think of, not even in different time zones, but just all of us hopefully rocking our careers in the best way. And I'm actually with Sophia today and with Karina for one of the next episodes. So look out for that one. And I also wanted to let you gals know, and guys, that Sophia and Karina are going to be on a bit of a hiatus for the show because, again, the scheduling problems. And we're actually going to have more other guests. So stay tuned for those. I've got some pretty good people lined up that I think have some very interesting things to say. So I'm really looking forward to talking to them also. But today, it's going to be with Sophia. And the topic we picked today, we thought about this one for a while because we were like, oh my God, how are we going to get all of this into 20 minutes or so? It's how to free yourself of toxic people. So Sophia, here comes my first question, sort of diving right in. Whenever you came across toxic people, and you know everyone's talking about toxic people these days, everybody and their brother seems to be toxic. So how did you know that the person that you decided or perceived to be toxic actually was a toxic person? What were some of the interactions or characteristics in that person that signaled toxicity? The first sign is that that, pe that person uh, doesn't make you feel good. I mean, you, you feel really bad when you are around that person. And um, even though they pretend sometimes that they care about you, but they, but they don't, you, 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 you just have this feeling in your stomach, you know, when you, when, you, when you feel that they are not really thinking of your best, it's only their best. So there's like a gut instinct where you come away from a conversation or an exchange and you feel like something's off? Yeah, but I mean, you can tell by the energy and often they are very um, self-absorbed. Toxic people is not necessarily narcissists. Uh, or would you say that? I mean, no, I think that's a really good distinction you're making. Toxic doesn't automatically have to be narcissistic because I could be acting toxic in a situation. That doesn't make me overall toxic as a person, I'm thinking, no? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I'm not sure where we left off because we had slight technical difficulties here in between. But I guess we were trying to figure out how do we know that a person is toxic? What is the sort of some of the physical reactions that we have to such a person and how is that different from a narcissist i don't think either of us is qualified to make that distinction but i think it helps to know how do i feel when this person is around what do i think about myself when i'm done having a conversation with them maybe is that something that you like do you have an example of where you came away from a situation you were like wow okay that was toxic but not intoxicating, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you said something, how do I feel about myself? Yeah, like sometimes I remember I had a work situation, you know about this last year, mm -hmm. where every time I came out of that office, I felt contaminated yeah. because of mm -hmm. I had to keep up such a front so that I wouldn't lose my shit in front of these people. At the same time, they felt totally free mm -hmm. to sling shit at me all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And so 
that was a moment when I thought, okay, this is definitely a toxic environment, and I don't know. But there is, sorry, there is only one thing to do. I mean, if you, if you if you come across a toxic person, it could be a major toxic person or just you know slightly. You just have to walk away. I mean, even though it's your job or relationship or whatever it is, and I, and a lot of things are depending on that. Uh, you just have to walk away because toxic people they can never be anything else i mean it's not like oh i'm going to change tomorrow and they're always going to make you feel bad like you said yeah it bothers me actually that they can say whatever they want to say and do and they have no borders or whatever and you you always have to like try to pull yourself together when you're with a person like that but i have been very very I mean, I, I learned my lesson from a few toxic people in my life. So I can just, you know, I, I can just spot them, you know. I just yeah. know, I just know how they talk and or their body language or whatever. It's like, okay, ooh, ooh, no, I'm not go going there. But that's exactly it. What in the body language or the way they talk gives you an early signal based on your experience, your own experience now, and you were like, okay, I'm going to have to walk away from this person faster than you can say tequila. I don't know why I thought of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me. You know that I have a very, I have a good gut feeling. And that's actually what I'm, you know, everything I feel, everything I think of or whatever, it goes through my stomach. I can just feel it in my stomach. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I think a lot of toxic people they have some kind of poison. <laughs> yeah, but there's some kind of of you know hidden aggression or whatever. It's it's the mm. way they talk. You know, most people, most toxic people, they they have difficulty in admitting that they are wrong. I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm right and you are wrong. But you can you can tell how a discussion turns out sometimes. If you have like a discussion, you, you I mean, if you think one way and, and the other person thinks another way, you can just feel that they're trying to convince you that <laughs> they are right. It's true. I mean, if anybody has a different opinion from mine, I'm pretty sure they're toxic. <laughs> no, but I, I agree with what you're saying. And for me, it's actually, for one, what you said, that gut feeling. But I'm a little slower in my reaction. Like, I don't always notice in my gut right away, hang on, something's a little off here. Mm -hmm. Someone has an agenda mm -hmm. or is going at me in a way that only later am I like, oh, my God, that was very unpleasant. And then the result dude, I think that was a totally toxic person I was just with, right? Mm. And I don't always notice it right away, which brings me actually to my second question. How do you know that it's not you in that exchange? Like I've felt that I have been toxic. I have definitely been in conversations where I felt, this is a, a many years ago now, but especially as a younger woman, I felt that I also was toxic in Maybe there were revenge feelings sometimes, like I felt threatened by somebody or I was in competition maybe with someone. And I definitely think some of my moves could be considered on the spectrum of toxic, if you will. So how do you know it wasn't you? Is that, again, a gut level thing for you? or Because I'm trying to figure out, are we sometimes in this pl blame game where it's like, it's always them. It's never me. 
How did you know? That's an interesting question. But I received a um, an email from a very toxic person, and there was a lot of things there in in the email that she was very very upset about um, regarding me, my person. It was like more like a personal attack. I immediately thought maybe I would, you know, maybe I should, you know, take this very harsh criticism. Uh, to my heart and, and just, you know, ah, maybe this is me. But, you know, I just felt that this description doesn't fit me at all. Then I never thought about that. I just felt that, you know, when you are, I can't, I can't really, you know, I can't really say what it is that's toxic, but you can feel that there is some kind of madness behind it. I know that some people, if the, if you are used to be treated like shit, maybe then you start to doubt yourself. Or you just let those people put all their shit on you. I was raised with, you know, nobody's going to treat you bad. If they do, just walk away. You don't need them. If you go back a little bit, because you say now that you don't do toxic relationships anymore, right? And mm. I get that. Or that it doesn't maybe occur as much except for this email maybe here and there. But what would you say to someone who is in a toxic relationship because walking away isn't always, is not that easy sometimes. Like you might have children with this person. You might really need mm. this job. Mm. You know, it's not like anyone can just walk away. I know I couldn't just walk away from my job right now. I would have to if this person were toxic. But I'm just saying not everyone has these kinds of options. And so I'm always interested in what do we do when we can't immediately remove ourselves from a toxic situation? The problem is, I would say, that uh, I understand what, what what you're saying. You can't do it or whatever. But, I mean, if you're in a very toxic relationship, you just have to. I mean, you just have to leave. If it's a friend or if it's a partner or a job, you just have to leave because it all boils down to your mental health and your physical health, because I've been around so toxic people that I literally felt really, really sick, you know. Yes. I mean, physically, physically sick. It's not worth it. There will always be another job. There will always be somebody else if you, I mean, if you're longing for a partner or whatever, but I mean, somebody that is going to treat you good. And to me, it's just like, you know, I'm too valuable for myself to be treated that way. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's not a question about, because you will never find the right time to leave a toxic person. Some people stay for, you know, a year and some, some people stay for 25 years. But I also, I also understand there are like uh, levels of, of uh, toxic people, of course. It could also be dangerous for some people, to to leave a toxic person. So, exactly, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's not easy, but then you just have to, like, you just have to prepare yourself, you know, try to save money or uh, get another apartment or whatever. I mean, we all seen big little lies. <laughs> yeah, but that was extreme, maybe. But I just, I would say just walk away walk away, whatever. But the problem is with people who lives with a toxic person or work or whatever, especially lives together in a romantic relationship, they're often not really ready. And then you turn out to be the bad guy, you know, for coaching your friend or whatever it is. 
because ultimately you 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 cannot understand the message that you're not ready to receive if you're not ready uh, then you're not ready no i agree i mean as you know because you gals raccoon and friends <laughs> built my landing page i just recently began to do this breakup coaching mm -hmm. thing and to be honest that is exactly one of the insights here is that you cannot talk a person out of that kind of situation i remember i was in a toxic relationship many years ago as yeah. you well know me too and i was actually in therapy at the time mm -hmm. and this new relationship had begun and my therapist even said to me you know miss bramley you and your new partner are sitting on top of a pile of dynamite and you're playing with matches mm. if that is not a stern warning Mm -hmm. I don't know what is. It's mm -hmm. coming from a qualified professional who I've confided in quite a bit and who knows everything about this new relationship that I have, that budding relationship. It was only a few months. Mm -hmm. turned into many years, but it was at the time a very fresh relationship. And when I recently spoke on stage, I had a little stand-up comedy thing going, right, for um, for breakups, and I was making fun of it. But I was also mentioning there that you can't talk somebody off a cliff. Yeah, but um, the problem is also that's, you know, sorry, I interrupted you, but I mean, if, if you try to talk somebody out of a, a toxic relationship and that person is not listening and they still go on and on and on year after year how bad the relationship is that person is also toxic yes. so you just also have to step away from that person and that's that's the tragic of it because because sometimes you really care for that person uh because it's your friend but you can just you can't take it to hear how she's been, he or she's been treated and it goes year as year after year and I have uh, some friends who, who are still in that position, like 15 years later. Do they seek out your advice? And not then not anymore, because I, I, I think... <laughs> and like, you know what, I don't want your opinion anymore. No, but you know, you know I think something, something happened with me after I had uh, trouble with my health. I kind of, you know, when you drink something, it's like a potion or something. You drink it and you, you just... You, you can't lie. You just tell the truth. You took a truth serum? No, I didn't. But the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But I mean, it felt like that. You know, I can't, I can't be honest. You know, I can't be honest. I mean, I can't. <laughs> you know, I can't be honest. I lie all the time. <laughs> no, but you know, I, if somebody wants my opinion, I mm -hmm. just say it, you know, and, or I, if I see somebody is not feeling very well or whatever, I just, you know, you know what I mean. And I know that some people, they don't want to hear the truth. No, those people who, who are still in the toxic relationship after 15 years, no, we don't have any contact. But we're not, you know, we're not, how do you say, not friends. I mean, we say mm -hmm. hi to each other, but they don't seek out my extremely professional good advice. <laughs> Yes, I, I know what you mean. And I know also that when I was in a situation where somebody was seeking out my advice, when mm -hmm. they still did, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get out of there, that often I realized, and I've noticed this in myself as well, what you said is that it kind of rubs off 
on people. If you stay in a toxic situation, whether it's your mm. workplace mm. or a romantic relationship, it mm. rubs off on you. I remember I just mentioned this workplace earlier. I, after a while, my language began to change. Like I was now in mm. what felt like a shark tank. And it seemed to me, now I think we all realize I can say fuck at an alarmingly uh, <laughs> high rate. Mm -hmm. So that part wasn't new. But I was suddenly talking about people in a way that was very harsh. And it was like the yoga and the spiritual journey that I had gone on about a decade earlier had never happened. And that's when I knew, oh, my God, this place is changing me very quickly. And I do not like who this new person is or new mm -hmm. old person, should we say. Mm -hmm. It was like, did we really need to excavate that girl? Mm -hmm. Because the gossip was so bad there and people were just so obnoxiously rude and dismissive. And so after a while, when you realize, you know, you weren't, you're trying to do the Michelle Obama thing, when they go low, you go mm -hmm. high. But what ended up happening was when they went low, I was like, I'm going to have to go lower because yes. high is not being recognized by no, anybody. No, I know exactly what you mean. You have to have really strong morals or values and standards not to get caught into behaving the same way. I am in a little bit of a tricky situation. Uh, we have a person that's super, you know, super toxic. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not in our immediate circle, but outside. And that is that is tricky because this toxic person is, you know, I, I would say that everything that person touches becomes toxic. And I've always said you have to really, you know, distance yourself from people that are uh, involved with that person it's almost like being in the vicinity it's like you can't jump into the water and not expect to get wet mm -hmm. i think that's a, that's a pretty banal example mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i think it um sort of brings the point home that if you decide with clarity that you don't want this kind of contamination mm -hmm. then you got to get out of the oil that's sort of the problem so since you mentioned the situation. What are some of the strategies now that you say, okay, there is this person, they're in this web? What is it that we can do when we know, okay, for now, just for now, could be weeks, could be months, whatever we're talking, how long is now, right? So what can we do to save ourselves or, or how do I say, to maintain what you said earlier, those values and those behavior rhythms that are important to us? Until we can get out, what can we do? Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, I think you have to have somebody else that you, you can talk to, either a friend or, you know, a professional, uh, because it, I mean, it's dangerous to be around toxic people. And uh, when you find the strength to leave, I mean, then you, 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 I mean, because some people have to gather up, you know, strength for years to do it. And I think it's very good to have somebody you can talk to. Uh, about it yeah it's very difficult i think it's a very difficult question to be honest it is it is yeah. but it's one that i think everybody at least once in their lives unless they've been super fortunate or that's just not their theme mm -hmm. in their life mm -hmm. i've been in a situation where like okay i realize this is not healthy mm -hmm. and i don't know how the hell i'm going to get out of here like yeah. a job is one thing like you said and then maybe there is another job but i remember times i'm I was a single mother for for many years 
And it was difficult to walk away from what looked like a good job and good money when you know you have no idea where you're going to go next or when there are other dependencies, who knows? But I think for me, what you said earlier was you, whatever you do, the ultimate strategy, and you shouldn't wait too long, is to get out. Yes. Right? Make sure that you're safe, that your children are safe yeah. if they're in the picture. But to notice first in your gut, okay, there's something going on here and it's off. Yeah. And to then slowly put a support system in place, like you said, earn um, money or save money, get your friends in place, see who can get you an apartment and just, I guess, build, and I talk about this in my book, actually, build an entire exit infrastructure and not leave too fast and thereby threaten your situation, but also not get used to the toxicity to the point where you're swimming in oil and wondering why you can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. If you, in the beginning of a relationship, you always get those kind of, you know, inklings that this is, you know, this person is strange or this person is, you know, not really, you know, right in the head or whatever. But I mean, if it doesn't feel good, it's probably not good. And you should listen to that. Not like, you know, about 90% is good. I mean, it should be 100%. So, I mean, even though you just have that little feeling that he, he or she doesn't make me feel good, then, then, then you know. That's the answer. I love that. That's actually a very good closing remark, if you will, is to just beware of the beginnings and trust that if you don't feel right, chances are very high that things aren't mm. right. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. hindsight's always twenty twenty. We always know better in the end, but mm -hmm. uh, it's all learning. Anyway, thank you, Sophia. Um, that was a really good conversation. I guess the topic could cover, well, it does cover volumes and volumes of books and movies and whatever. If you are listening right now, you think you'd be a great guest for the podcast, or you just want to be in touch with us, you can write to us at, I think it's hello at meandthegals.com. If you are going through a breakup, or you're thinking about it, or you're struggling with it, then please visit me on my website. It's thebreakupcall.com. And to everyone out there, if you have toxic people, trust your gut, and slowly but steadily, or fast and safely, make your exit. All right, Sophia, any other concluding remarks you'd like to share with us? No, I'm done for today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sophia. Bye. Bye.